Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD, and I am here tonight with my naked... I was trying to think of a catchy word there. I was like, I, and I started looking at your tits, and then my whole train of thought just went <laughs> right the hell out the window. I haven't been na- uh, dressed all day. Other than a plane ride home, you haven't been dressed much for the last week. <laughs> Guys, welcome. This is our big special on Desire. We are back in the States. We have landed. We're all good. Everything went fine. So we are here to kind of tell you the lowdown on our little vacation. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we learned lots of new things, that's for sure. Got to see a really cool place, lots of cool people. So let's dive right into it, shall we? We shall. All right, first of all, I want to get this out of the way before anybody um, gets the wrong idea here. Because I used to get the wrong idea about this. You'd listen to these people and they go, oh, they went to a tropical vacation. They must be loaded that they get to do that. Honestly, folks, we did not pay a whole lot for this. Um, And and we want to be, as always, we want to be as completely honest on this show as we possibly can. So I'll tell you, I think our trip was about $3,200. Yep. Uh, We paid $3,200 for the trip. And then while we were there, we spent another $600. That's it. That included everything. Um, Parking, rides to and from the airport. That's it. Everything. I mean, it it really was not that bad. No. So if you're thinking about going, do it. For about $4,000, we had a phenomenal time. And we went for five nights, six days, right? Yep. So yeah, it was was definitely worth every cent. Um, (laughs) I will tell you that. So we will start off uh, telling you a little bit about the resort. When we first got there... They you, first you take a shuttle from the airport, and it's I don't know if any of you guys have ever taken a ride in Mexico, but if you've ever driven in New York or Chicago, take that times about twenty. They drive pretty crazy. <laughs> they go crazy. But our driver was very good. Oh, he was fantastic. Uh, and this was probably the smoothest ride we've ever had in Mexico. Some of them get pretty out of control. <laughs> there was one taxi once. Remember that? I had to hold the door shut because it did. wouldn't latch. <laughs> yeah, don't take a taxi in Mexico. <laughs> But um, our driver, uh, we prearranged the shuttle. So when you get to the airport, you start walking through, and there are just hundreds of people trying to solicit rides for you. Oh, you go to this guy down here. No, I know that it says on there, ignore them. (laughs) And your driver has U.S. Transport on his hat. Yes, we used U.S. Transport. And they did a very good job of giving us instructions, like like Carmen just said, of go past all these guys that are going to try and give you a ride and make sure you find this driver with this outfit on, he's wearing this hat, and here's where he'll be. I mean, they were down to the point of exactly where he was. So yes. that was nice. We, we went through all that, got into the van. We got shuttled over to the hotel. Took about... 15, 20 minutes. I think it was a 20-minute ride. Yeah, he put it into his GPS. He said, oh, he said it's about 20 minutes, and then he put it in. He goes, oh, 21 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so he was right on. Um, you go down this long, not very good road to get back to the beach area where all the resorts are. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. It's just not 
very nice. <laughs> <laughs> because there's swamp on either side. Yes, it washes out frequently. Matter of fact, we'll tell you about that when we left. It was washed out a little bit. We had to drive through some water. That was kind of iffy, but we yeah. did it. Um, so down this road, there are three resorts, um, one of which is Desire. So they get you through a gate. There's a, a gate with an arm that you have to stop at and, and let them know who you are, and then they let you in. And um, Service at that point was fantastic. The driver, of course, took care of all our bags, got them into the hotel, got us into the hotel. Our room wasn't ready. They do not we got let there you, early. Yeah, yep. they don't let you check in until 3 o'clock. But you can drop your clothes. Yeah, we, we got to back up for a minute because we walk into the lobby where you're supposed to sit down and check in right there. We got bombarded. And I I don't say bombarded. It's her job, but yeah. it, it sucks. It yeah. really does. It's the lady who's trying to sell you Desire timeshares or it, Desire memberships. memberships. Yes. Yes, it's not um, a timeshare. And we asked her, I said, is this, is, are you taking us to check in? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, she took us into this back little room um, way across the other side of the bar and sat us down and tried to give us the presentation. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a a minute. We've been through this before. I shut her shit down. (laughs) We don't want to sit and ruin, you know, an hour of our vacation listening to you. We didn't say this, but first of all, let me try the resort out first. I don't know if I'm going to like this place. Why would I want to buy a membership? I've never been here before. And she knows that. She knows we're newbies because you have to declare that you're a newbie, basically. Right. Um, yeah, let me try it out first. So we, we told her, we said, let us, let us experience it, and then we'll decide if we want to talk about membership. Yeah, I kind of, at that moment, had my bitchy britches on. <laughs> because but I, you have to. We've been through it before. Exactly. They are... <laughs> she sits us down, and the first thing out of my mouth, I'm like, are you going to try and sell me the membership now? And she kind of gave me a look, (laughs) and I'm like, because if you are, I'm going to stop you right here. I'm not interested. (laughs) So she went through a few spiels about everything the resort had to offer, which was nice, and then said, all right, let's talk later then. I understand. She was, I mean, she was not rude or any pushy at all. No. It it just, I I just wish they would not usher, you know, before we even got to the check-in, we were ushered into that room and talked to. Right. And I... I had heard from other people that you need to be firm and say, I'm not interested at this point. Right. Don't ask me if I'm interested, I will come find you. And then nobody bothered us for the rest of the trip asking us. No, they really didn't. Yeah, that was the only time. Um, It was a lot worse at some other resorts we've been to. So that was a definite plus. Absolutely. Um, After we got done with her, we went back into the lobby, the actual lobby, and did all of our check-in stuff. Our room wasn't ready, as Carmen said. Um, so they were very accommodating and said, all right, you've got your bracelet on. Now they put a little um, rope or, I guess, yeah, kind of yeah. rope with a desire pendulum on it bracelet that you get to wear all week. Um, and they have different colors for them. Ours were yellow, which meant we'd never been there before. So everybody knew we'd never been there before, which is good. I actually was thankful for that because the first day that we were there, um, you know, we walk, they say, okay, go be free. And we're kind of walking around with our backpack looking very lost. We didn't well, not a place at the point. We'd just come out of 20-degree weather, so I'm wearing jeans and cowboy boots. You had on. Well, you had changed <laughs> out. You had put shorts on. Okay, yeah, but we still had our backpack with us, right? We did. Because that had all of our, that had our passports in it, our money. <laughs> we're not leaving that at baggage check. Right. So, um, you know, we, we just, we walk out to the beach and... We had no idea, and he's standing there kind of looking, and I'm just like, 
fuck it. I'm going to go up and ask somebody. <laughs> and so I walked up to another couple and they were very, very nice. Um, actually, we ended up hanging out with them for a little bit later in the evening. But I walk up and I'm like, hey, how do we get a beach chair? Do you just take one or, you know, what's the deal? And they're like, no, go find Fernando. Yep, Fernando's your man. Go find him. He's right down there on the yep. beach. Yep, <laughs> he'll assign you a beach bed. And so we did. We found Fernando. We got a beach bed. And within seconds, we had a bed. And yeah, they have these. Um, okay, and we'll get to that in a little bit. I want to kind of walk us through this a little bit. But the check-in process was fantastic. It was easy, um, pretty flawless. Like I said, they said, you know, put your bags here. If you want to change, there's a bathroom right around the corner. Go change, you know, get out of your your airplane clothes, because obviously this is a problem. They have a lot right? Um, people showing up early and because flights are all different times and everything. And then, like you said, we went out onto the beach. Um, I think, did we stop at a bar first or did we go right to the beach? Um, we did get a beverage after, after we uh, changed, we got a beverage. Okay. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about the resort itself. Um, and we'll get back to day one here in a minute. But uh, the room, once we did finally get into the room, uh, and it was on time, we were probably a little late because we were drinking. <laughs> like, oh, our room's probably ready now. We should go look. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the room itself was pretty decent. I, I thought it was very nice, uh, very clean. Didn't see any issues right off the bat. No. Um, the bed was nice. Carmen had a little trouble sleeping on it. She was not very comfortable. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's very hard. You and like a harder mattress. I love a hard mattress, yes. And I don't. I'm a little more angular. <laughs> so it it hurt my back. I could understand that. Yeah. And you tossed and turned a little bit, so you didn't get as much sleep as you wanted to. But hey, you're in paradise. You don't need to sleep. Right. Sleep when you're dead, <laughs> I guess. Um, the service uh, at the resort, phenomenal. Um, everybody bends over backwards to get you anything that you want. Uh, the thing that was a little interesting to me was the towel service in the rooms. There is a sign up and you got to make sure you pay attention to it because um, they are very responsible, I guess they would say. But that's with any hotel now. Yeah, it says, uh, you know, if you're going to reuse towels, please hang them up. If you want us to change them, put them on the floor. So if you don't put them on the floor, you're not getting new towels. Right. And pretty much every day, we at least had two towels that were down on the floor because we, in the mornings, we like to open both doors. Yes. And have the the breeze come through as we're sitting drinking our coffee out on the veranda or whatever. And because our room was chillier and outside was not, the floor in there got wet from humidity. Oh, it's very humid down there, yes. Yes. And so it would get slippery. So we had a couple towels down on the floor for like the walkway to the bathroom. So we didn't fall in bust our head yeah so don't take those towels and hang them back up over the shower because they're not going anywhere yeah <laughs> you're using those towels the next day right um yeah to describe a little more about our building it is we were on the second floor and on the second floor there were five individual rooms in this particular building and there was a balcony then that had four tables so we didn't have our own private balcony but everybody uh kind of shared the same balcony and we never really had an issue with that there were never more than I think two of us out there at the same time at one point. Usually it was just you and I. Yeah, I'm actually, there's actually only four rooms. There was five. I counted them. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I thought that was funny. I, I One morning I was sitting there and I was counting the tables. I said, oh, there's four tables. Is there four rooms? No, there's five rooms. So 
they just bank on obviously one room not being out there at the same time, which, yeah. like I said, was never a problem. Uh, most of the time it was just you and I. Yeah, yeah, um, really. And I wanted, <laughs> I thought, well, actually, when we went, we originally booked our hotel, we didn't realize that we had booked Pearl. So I had booked an ocean view, but it was at Pearl. And I'm like, eh, we wanted Riviera Maya. So when I went to book Riviera Maya, they didn't have ocean view available. They only had garden view. And I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Whatever. Just book us for Riviera Maya. And so being an, in the building that we were in. Yeah, oh, it was perfect. Um, We had ocean view, even though we were only... we. We were garden in a garden view. Right. Room. We were directly behind the ocean view building, but we were on the end of the resort. So if you just looked a little bit to your left, boom, ocean right there. <laughs> yeah. So every morning I would sit out there with my feet up on the railing and and drink my coffee and Yes. In and the mor- see in the, the mornings you, you usually had a cover up on. I just went out there butt ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I went down and got our coffee. Yeah, could have taken it off. I could have. Just saying. I could have. But, you know, sometimes when you, I just wanted to sit and drink my coffee and not have to worry about if somebody walked by, oh, am I sitting okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I just kind of. Trust me, folks, you get over that very quick. We'll get into that in a little bit here. It is a, it's a freeing feeling once you drop the towel and go for it, commando. Yeah. Uh, continuing on with the resort, uh, like I said, the service was phenomenal. The food, let's talk a little bit about the food. There are three different fancier restaurants and then the buffet. Mm-hmm. Um, the lunch buffet is different than the dinner buffet and the, or the breakfast buffet is dinner different than, yeah, they move them around. So you gotta be a little cognizant of that. Right. Uh, the breakfast buffet is right off of the, um, beach and pool area. The lunch buffet is more over toward the beach on the volleyball side of things. Yeah. And then the dinner goes back to the breakfast. one by the pool. Yeah, back to the breakfast one. So the buffets, I thought were fine. I thought they were very good. Yeah. Where else could you get uh, burritos for breakfast oh, every morning? Oh, my God. I had burritos or quesadillas or fajitas, one or the other, every day for breakfast. Well, you don't eat eggs. No. And I normally don't, but... I said, forget it. I'm eating whatever the hell I want this week. And I ate guacamole on everything. They had uh, (laughs) everything you could imagine breakfast-wise, sausage, bacon, eggs. They had pancakes. They had French toast, um, all the the staples. But then, like I said, they had a lot of um, uh, Mexican fare as well, the the burritos, the quesadillas for breakfast. They had this one that had um, fried cheese on it and it was the only place other than Wisconsin I've ever had squeaky cheese. <laughs> it was no, the whole thing was just cheese. Yeah, that's what I said. It was fried cheese. It was a yeah. fried cheese square, but it was squeaky, and I've never had squeaky cheese like that other than <laughs> Wisconsin cheese curds. So, um, it was fantastic. Uh, the food was really good. Now I've made the comment to you. I thought the food was better over in Puerto Vallarta. Different fare. That's just my my opinion. Yeah, I, I I'm not saying it was bad. I don't think it was bad at all. I think it was it was good food, but I thought yeah. it was better on the other side of Mexico. Our last night there, um, we actually did finally get to try. I wanted to try. They have a Japanese restaurant there called Suki. Um, so we finally did get to go to Suki. Well, we screwed up a little because they have the 
tapanyaki is that how you say yeah, it? yeah it's like the hibachi yeah the, um, where they grill it in front of you you know you've been to benihana's or any of those um japanese style restaurants where they cook it right in front of you they have that but you need to make reservations for it because they only have a few tables and obviously you got to get in there and get your name in the list and we thought oh my gosh we gotta we gotta do this we gotta do this and we kept trying and kept trying and then somebody told us well suki's under construction right now so they don't do that anyway well for two (laughs) days they were two days of our trip they were under construction so which was fine and then everybody said, well, they kept telling us you can go to Suki, but it's first come, first serve for the other stuff. The, not the teppanyaki, but you still get the, the great menu. Uh, but it's first come and first serve, and it fills up quick. Well, we went down, I don't know, 6.30? And I think It was pretty late. Yeah, no, it was 8 o'clock when we went. Was it that late? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, that so late. It was, it was late dinner, and we walked right in. Had no problem getting this table. But I wonder, too, because... Um, the day that we went, it was the first day that the the hibachi part of it was Shut down. under construction, and it had moved to where the breakfast buffet was. So I, I think that was why a lot of people didn't go. Plus, it was raining that day. It was. It was pouring. So, yeah, it we'll get to the weather, too. I keep saying we'll get to this, but <laughs> we've just got so much to talk about, well, guys. <laughs> but, you know, you actually tried. He never will eat sushi. Well, Ever. No. I've always heard and I've always thought sushi is raw fish. They have. Okay, I some... hate fish. I hate seafood. I will not go near it. I can't stand it. But you like shrimp. Occasionally. Occasionally. So um, we had some, we ordered some sushi rolls. And before that, we had ordered, we ordered like a couple spring, spring rolls. Yeah. And those okay, were amazing. Yeah, it was a three course meal. So you, you pick your appetizer, which was our spring rolls, and you pick your sushi i guess and then you pick your entree so yeah we had a three-course meal and like you said the spring rolls awesome yeah and then so you ordered a, su- a sushi roll but it had beef in it mm-hmm. and it was cooked but it was amazing from what you said and it was spicy oh my goodness it was so good and then i ordered some like california roll type things I- i'm funny about eating raw raw fish so ordered that and the waiter He's like, oh, you need to try this one. Yes. the, the And again, the and service had, down there, they, they do this all the time, and it is so good. But they will tell you, oh, try this or try this or check this out. And this one was called, actually, the Desire Roll, I think, was the, the name of the sushi. Um, he's, oh, you got to try the Desire Roll or the Desire, whatever it was. It had Desire it, No, in the it was name. Temptation or something. I doubt it, it was Temptation. That's a repeat. <laughs> I know. Competing resort. No, it's to, Temptation is a Desire resort. Oh, are they all yeah, related? Yeah, oh, they're okay. all related. But he's, oh, yeah, you got to try this. It's deep fried. And so, all right. He brought us that, too, and that was fantastic. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it, when you when you think of fried, you think it's breaded or something like that. No. It was just a like a quick, just to give it a little bit of. It, well, the rice that they wrap them in, yeah, it was just kind of golden brown. Yeah. They oh. just basically toasted. It was rolled in coconut. And so they just kind of toasted that quick, and it was so good. Oh my goodness! Um, so yes, if you if you do go, definitely try Suki. Try their um, their their sushi rolls. They do a phenomenal job. We on can't those. really tell you anything about any other restaurants because we did not make it to them. We did um, not. It was just easier to do the buffet, and well, the and, buffet was fantastic. So. Well, and the other thing is, is they say, oh, you have to make reservations early. So. 
early to me is 8 a.m. So when we went down for breakfast, (laughs) I'm like, that's not early at Desire, folks, by the way. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, can we make our reservations now? They don't start taking reservations till 10 a.m. Well, we got out to the beach every day to, you know, get our beach bed and start, you know, just hanging it by the water at about 930. Yeah. So then we'd finally look down at our watch and I'm like, oh, shit, it's 11 o'clock. Or or worse. (laughs) Yeah, we missed it. And so we never made reservations for anywhere else. No, we just, that was the only specialty restaurant we tried. It was phenomenal. So I'd like to think the other ones are just as good, but we will uh, try them out next time, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, The drinks down there are exactly what you would expect at a Caribbean beach resort. Uh, I was a little miffed at one bar. They didn't have Jack Daniels, but that's all right. I lived. You lived. (laughs) Only one bar, though. The other bars all had it. But they had that was up at Disco and they had ran out. Oh, yeah. Upstairs. They did not have the Jack Daniels. Upstairs. They had uh, run out of Jack Daniels, but uh, they did not have Honey Jack Daniels. Yeah, no, Desire, or get Jack honey Apple Jack. Or, or any specialty stuff. I mean, they had the basics. They had Jim Beam, Jack Daniels at most bars. They had every tequila you can imagine. Um, no, I shouldn't say that because we know somebody that has like right. 30, 40, 50, 100 bottles of tequila. <laughs> no, I think he said his last count was like up over 100. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, not naming um, any they, names, John. <laughs> they, they do have a lot of tequila um, and rum and vodka and everything like that. But they are the specialty drinks that you can order there. Of course, we started a lot of days with a strawberry margarita. That was my that was my breakfast drink. <laughs> We'd walk down or walk out after breakfast. Oh, you ready for two dose margarita? Not yet. <laughs> but you got to remember, too, the folks, this is not... Uh, I don't know how these guys do it. And it, it was this way in Puerto Vallarta, too. But they remember your name and they remember your drink. I could walk to that pool bar in the morning and... Um, was it Roberto, I think? He would look at me and go, Oh, Brandon, strawberry margarita. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's all you got to say. Well, and we had um, a couple days before we left. It was the day before we left. And the night before, a girl had let me try this drink that somebody had concocted for her, and it it was amazing. And so I was trying to describe it to the pool bar bartender, and he's like, oh, I, I make you something. So he came up with this drink, and it was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I drank it all day. And um, Asia, the bartender that was coming around on the beach. Africa. She, or Africa. Oh, Africa. I'm it. sorry. I apologize. <laughs> um, she She's like, what are you drinking? And I said, I don't know. I just handed her my cup, which was our specialty menage a trois, Midwest menage a trois cup. And I said, he's made this for me a couple just can you ask him if he can make me my drink? <laughs> and they knew my cup. Lo and behold, it came right back. They knew my cup and they put in exactly what I wanted. The only down turn, I would say there was one uh, low spot on the service and the bar when we're talking about the drinks. One day we, we got the beach bed. There's a beach bar. Um, I don't know, three quarters of the way down the beach or so, just kind of a little thing on stilts, hangs right out over the water, and it's a little like tiki hut, but they have a full bar in there. Um, and we liked going there. Uh, we had the bed right next to it, and it was great because people would come to the bar and we could talk to them. They were right there. We met a lot of people that way. 
But one day we went there, and they had switched staff. Usually they keep the same bartenders at the same bars, but this day they had switched up, and there was a, a lady there who was less than stellar. <laughs> yeah. and I, I was not happy with that one, so we ended up moving. Yeah, well, and, like, her friends must have come, and as soon as her friends got there, nobody else existed <laughs> yeah yeah it took took forever to get a drink and and i ordered a pina colada for you and it took like 10 12 minutes to make the darn thing because she kept stopping and talking and <laughs> to her friends that were over in the corner so right. I don't know. it was that was the only downside i mean it wasn't terrible it, we lived and didn't hurt anything but yeah no that at was, that point we went upstairs to the the jacuzzi, jacuzzi. yep at two o'clock and stayed up there for hours oh god so we talk a little bit about the beach, uh, the beach there in Cancun. I'm assuming anybody that's ever been to Cancun, it's the same all over, but it is this really fine white sand, uh, just absolutely beautiful. They've done a good job. Apparently they had a big problem with seaweed at Desire, but they put up seaweed barriers now that are out in the ocean that keep it all out. Well, and they, one couple was telling us they were actually our neighbors. We didn't know this, um, when we first started talking to them, but, uh, the barrier is actually for also wave control. Sure. The reef takes care of a lot of that, but yeah, there still are some waves that come in. And there were some waves that came through the barrier too, but it wasn't it wasn't knock you on your ass kind of waves. Exactly. Um, like and, on the Pacific side. Right. So this was really nice. We could walk out. Um, I had my dumbass moment. So we're the first day we're there, I had, you know, I was like wetting my face. It was hot, so I took my hands and I wet my face, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I must be sweating a lot." <laughs> <laughs> it it was salt water. It was salt water. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> to describe the beach a little more for you guys, on one end over by the pool area, they have that's where the water sports are. They have the little uh, Hobie cats that you can take out, sailboats. They have all the paddle boards and that stuff, which you know we tried. I'm not talking about that. Um, I they also love it. have snorkeling and that stuff. Uh, there's a big volleyball pit there and several beds along that area. And then it kind of juts out a little bit. And the beach by the beach beds is not very wide. It is, it is pretty tight. Um, you've got the bed, and then in front of the bed, you get two chairs, two beach chairs. And some of those chairs, the waves come right up under them. I mean, that's it's that close to the water. So it's uh, as you go down the beach, uh, where we were a lot of days, it's, it's a little tight in there, but um, still beautiful and still... Actually, it kind of worked out great because you just get right up out of the bed and walk right into the water. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. Um, I, I cannot complain about any how they groom the sand and we were out there one morning yeah um before they had groomed too much you didn't you can't believe the amount of crap that washes up on that beach overnight or the crap that people leave it's really sad i mean i you, you know being here in the midwest we hear about the ocean pollution and everything that's going on we just don't see it but boy we saw it that day there was a lot of stuff and those guys are out there working tirelessly to clean everything up they rake all the sand, uh, get all the seaweed out of there. And by the time you get there at 10 o'clock in the morning, it's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, we it kind of became our our morning ritual. We'd go down for breakfast and we wouldn't even turn to go up to our room. We would just walk straight out and walk along the beach until, you know, we, we actually took the beach route to our room 
instead of going through the resort. Yes, absolutely. We walk on the beach in the morning. It's beautiful down there. Yeah. And as we're going, we're picking up whatever floated up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So we really did enjoy the beach. Um, The pool now, as we talk about the resort here, was we didn't get out there too much, but we were out there. First day we were there for the foam party, right? Was that first day? Well, actually, we were on the beach and the couple that I first walked up to and said, hey, how do we get a bed? They're like, come on, let's go to the pool. And so they kind of dragged us over to the pool, to the foam party because we didn't know anything about it. Um, so they, they took us over to the, the foam party. And then um, that was really the only time we got in the pool. Yeah. We didn't hang at the... No, we were at the beach most of the time or the jacuzzi. Yeah, we did not really go into the pool hardly at all. So the pool area, it's a big pool. Uh, They've got beds all the way around it, of course. They've also got loungers all the way around. There's one area that's got a gazebo with a giant bed in it uh, where some obvious shenanigans happen. Saw some there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then they do parties there pretty much every day. They have activities of some kind going on. Right. They've got what they call the game makers or game players, whatever they call them. Playmakers. Playmakers and they uh, they come out and do their thing and get everybody involved. They do little uh, dances in the pool. I saw one time there was a big circular massage going on in the pool that they got everybody into. I think for us though the the music is quite a bit louder in the pool area, and so we tended to be. You could still hear the music on the beach, but it wasn't like loud. Well, our solution was instead of being all the way down by the beach bar when we get a beach bed, later in the week we started getting beds up by the pool, which were just on the outside of the pool. I mean, literally there's only a piece of glass that's 4 feet tall separating the pool and the beach beds. But the speakers for the the music were on the other side of the pool, complete right opposite of us. So it wasn't incredibly loud. We could still kind of hear and see what was going on, but it wasn't we could still hold a conversation either with ourselves or with people that are around us. Two more areas of the resort I want to talk about really quickly are the jacuzzi. Uh, fantastic jacuzzi. It is as big as a lot of pools. I mean, it's it's huge. There were, I don't know, 30, 40 people in there, and it did not feel crowded. Yeah. Uh, there's a bar in the jacuzzi that you can swim right up to. The downside to the jacuzzi, it is on a rooftop, so you have to climb three flights of stairs to get onto this rooftop (laughs) where the jacuzzi is. And the stairs, when they get wet, are kind of slippery. People have, like, fallen and um, fractured some bones on them. So if you do go, be careful. Uh, And they are moving it. Supposedly, yeah, we've heard. heard that where the... Where the pool is now, the pool is going to become the jacuzzi. Yep. They're going to turn that into the jacuzzi and then build a new pool. And build a new pool and a new disco because the disco is also upstairs. Yes, the disco is also up there. So at the jacuzzi, there's a the jacuzzi is all open air. It's Everything's out in the open. There's a shower up there. There's a few beds around. Um, not nearly as many as the other areas, obviously, because it's a lot smaller. Uh, but there, And then there's a full covered bar, too, that has the, the palapa roof on it, the thatched grass roof. And that's kind of a cool place to hang out when it rains. Which, which we found out. Apparently it does a lot down there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's really neat up there. Uh, did not smell anything bad. Did not feel anything bad. I mean, they kept the water chlorinated. Obviously, there's things that happen in that jacuzzi. 
Um, but I did not see any traces of, of anything being unclean. No. We talked to one lady that didn't want to, there was one corner she didn't want to go into because she swears if you go in that corner, you'll get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think anything's living in this water, but. (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't, when you, when you're up there, you don't smell intense chlorine. No, it's not overpowering. Um, it doesn't burn your eyes or anything like that, but you, you definitely know it's clean. Yes. Um. Then the other, uh, the last area we should probably talk about is the nightclub. We went up there a couple of nights, didn't spend a whole lot of time up there. Uh, the two nights we went up, specifically went up there, it had been raining. So normally they do entertainment out in the lobby area on the, the open air bar. And when it rains, they move it upstairs into the nightclub. Well, the nightclub is small. It's about the size of a medium sized bar. It's not huge by any means. And, yeah, you pack a lot of people in there when it's raining because nobody has anywhere else to go. And then you put a live band in there who has their stuff set for playing outside. <laughs> it's really loud and crowded and people and And that's okay. A lot of, I mean, everybody in there had looked like they were having a great time, but we didn't stay very long. We did the second night. Yeah, the second time we went up there, we stayed for the live band, and then they did a, a dance performance, and... And then we kind of left. We didn't stay around for the actual dancing and disco. Yeah, I'll I'll be honest. My least favorite part about the trip is disco. And I know for a lot of people, that's their favorite part. So yeah, no, absolutely. Nothing Don't, against that. <laughs> nothing, nothing against that. It's just we were up there and you really wanted to hear the band and you wanted to see the performance. And I didn't want to stop that for you. But within being up there for 10 minutes, I had a monster headache. Let's talk a little bit about the entertainment. Um, the stuff that we witnessed was actually really good. Phenomenal. There was one band that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. It was the first night of the rain. And it was the first were, night we were there. They were up in the disco, and they tried tried really hard, but they were not good. <laughs> they sang <laughs> Hotel California. It was like the worst version I've ever heard. <laughs> but, you know, nobody cared. Everybody was having fun. Yeah, everybody was having a great time. It's just, for me, it's... I sound like an old person, but it it was too loud The other me. The other performances that they had, though, the erotic performances, and I say that with air quotes because they called them that every night, um, one night they had a BDSM demonstration kind of with dancing and I hate to use the word stripper, but exotic dancing, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, going on at the same time. Uh, one night we, when we were up in the disco, that was actually kind of cool. They did a, it was a dance performance. They started off with like a burlesque fan dance. Uh, then they switched over to more like Latin sensual dancing. And then they actually did the number for dirty dancing. And yes, they did the lift. <laughs> Like, nobody puts baby in a corner. They did it. And it was very talented. Very uh, talented people doing that stuff. Yes. I'm trying to think, what else did we see? We saw a couple of other bands that were actually pretty good. Yeah, but they had other other dances each night. Um, and, and each time, they were very sensual. They had male and female dancers. Um, and it was it was very good. Now, at some points, they did bring audience members out. Um I saw one guy get his pants ripped off. His wanger was out there for the whole world to see. So if that happens to you and you don't want it, all you have to say is no. Yeah, because they actually... They would ask. They did. They came up. um, We were actually talking to a couple, and uh, 
they came up and they asked her if she wanted to come up for the dance and she politely said no and they respected that yep. and they just moved on. Um, even the night that we were up at disco, one of the playmakers asked me if um, I wanted to go out and dance and at that point I already had my headache and I'm like, nope, I'm good. Right. And they never, they didn't push the issue and yeah. say, you know, you have to come out here and I just, I politely said no and you know, no, no is no. <laughs> but be cognizant. If they do come up to and ask you to be part of the performance, there's a chance that you might get naked. So just be aware of that, I guess. Right. Um, because most people, if you're going into this blind and you don't know what's really going on, they might think, oh, they're just going to pull me out there and, and have a few laughs. Well, no, I got a little more sensual than that. <laughs> it did. It did. So. But it was, you know, it's all consenting adults and they're... Yes. They were very respectful. And they, yeah, I mean, they never did anything over the top. They never did any, performed any sexual acts on anybody or anything like that. It was more of just getting people naked and, you know, a lap dance here or there or something like that. Right. So, uh, entertainment, I thought, was good. Uh, apparently, they do travel between Desire, Desire Pearl, and Temptation. So mm -hmm. they go to all three of those resorts. So you're probably going to see pretty much the same thing if you go to any of them. Um, and then. Well, let's talk a little bit about Carmen's experience at Desire. Okay. <laughs> well, you were going in. You were a little hesitant about being nude. I was. Hence the reason, one of the reasons why we went to Desire. Because, you know, at Hito, if, if all the parties are on the nude side. And if you don't want to be nude, you have to stay on the prude side. Right. You can't go to any of the, the functions. You And you can't wear clothes even stepping onto the nude side. So we got down there, and as you mentioned, we before our room was ever ready, we got out onto the beach. We got a beach bed secured. Um, I don't even remember if it was 10 minutes you were on that beach. It was before we ev we just set our stuff on the <laughs> beach bed. They put our <laughs> towel down, and I'm like, ripped the Band-Aid off. Yep, Carmen got fully naked, and how'd you feel? I was fine. You know, it's just... When you're first sitting there, you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm sitting here. And I, you know, when you when <laughs> everybody has it, when you sit, you get a little bit of a belly roll. I was a little bit uh, conscious of it, but I'm like, screw it. I'm looking around and everybody has it, you know. Absolutely. Who cares? So I was I was completely fine with it. I hadn't even had maybe a couple sips of my beverage and I'm like, just rip it off like a bandaid. And that brings up a very good point because we were just talking about this a little while. We had a board meeting before this show. So uh, we were just talking about this a little while ago. You do see everything down there. Um, you see from what, 25 years old to 70 years old. You see hundred pounds to 300, 400 pounds there. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's everything, everything you can imagine. You're going to see it. You see, Perfect bodies. You see bodies with scars. Um, you see everything. Yep. And nobody is self-conscious about it. Um, we'll talk about our neighbors here in a little bit, but they were even saying, you know, once you get naked, everything goes out the window. No, there's no pretenses. You don't, it's not, oh, you do this and, and you do that as far as jobs and, you know, oh, what's your status symbol? No, we're all naked. Who cares? We're just hanging out and having fun. <laughs> yeah. And I kept during... Well, probably the first day and a half, 
you can really like be dumb because I would just walk up to somebody and ask a question because I honestly didn't know. And I just flashed my yellow bracelet and be like, hello, <laughs> right? Um, I'm new. Can you can you tell me where to go? <laughs> and it was so weird because when you have a conversation with at like a normal bar and you're talking to the, to another couple, almost immediately the thing that comes up is, oh, what do you do for a living? That I think I maybe told people three times in the whole week what I did for a living. Nobody right. cares. Nobody cares. We're just down there to have fun. Yeah. It's like, where are you from? That was more important thing. Where, where'd you come from? Where are you from? Yeah. How, how long did it take you to get here? That kind of thing. And that was unfortunate because you are, you're naked and we didn't know people's names and they would tell us, but we've met so many people throughout the whole weekend. Everybody kept laughing and saying the same thing because you remember their face, but you can't remember their name. And so we actually started calling people by their state. So when we first got there, and we did not call these people by their state. I called her by her accent, and so fortunately, <laughs> when we were down there on the beach, one of the first people we met was a, a lovely couple. They were, he was older, I think. I don't know. I could not get an age on her, but she was obviously Russian or Ukrainian of some kind with the accent. Czechoslovakian. Oh, did she say that? Mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. Okay. So Czechoslovakian. And, and they were just sweet people and sat and talked to us and told us kind of, here's welcome to desire. Here's what we've experienced kind of thing. Um, and we did not get a name on or a location on them. We just... Called her the girl with the accent. Well, because they they were uh, they have dual citizenship. But like Carmen was just saying, I wrote down a list. The people we met there, fantastic across the board. But here's how we know them: Des Moines, Iowa. Which, why, by the way, were two different couples, but they were both from Des Moines. <laughs> we just had to separate them somehow. Uh, Nebraska, Missouri, New York, North Carolina, South Carolina, Chicago, Southern California. <laughs> the list could go on and we would sit there and have these conversations oh i wonder what new york's up to today or or i hope new york's fishing trip was going good because they were going out on one of the fishing boats yeah and we couldn't remember names well, <laughs> so bad. And, or we could remember one of theirs but we couldn't remember the other one and so we just started calling them by their state and then they were <laughs> laughing and they'd call us by by our state and you know <laughs> what are you gonna so, do yeah <laughs> It, it is what it is, but we still hung out and had a great time. Yes. Um, Fantastic people. The people you meet down there, it it's unlike anywhere else. It really is. I mean, we've we've been on vacation and we've met some nice people here and there, but down there, every person we talked to, and you could see, I mean, there were some non-lifestyle people, I guess, or, or uncomfortable people, but, but they would keep to themselves and that's fine. Yeah, but then we we sat up in the the jacuzzi one day and a couple came up and they were with Texas and they were North Carolina and Texas, they were lifestyle. North Carolina was not, was not but they still sat and they were open and they had conversations with us. And, you and know, for anybody out there that's not in the lifestyle, we had a great talk with these guys because I dove right in. I'm like, oh, you're not in the lifestyle. How is this place for you guys? They loved it. They're like, we don't care. We've been, they're members. They're members. They don't care what anybody else does. They just don't want to play with anybody else. And, and they, that that is 100% 
fine. And they've mentioned they, they've obviously been propositioned. Absolutely. And they just say, look, we're not in the lifestyle. And that's the end of it. People are fine with it. So it, yeah, and it they, really is. It's a, a fantastic group of people down there. I can't say enough about them. They did say at, it wasn't at Riviera Maya. It, was, it happened to them at Pearl that, you know, the second they told people that they were not, that they were vanilla, you know. Non-lifestyle. Non-lifestyle, yeah. even though they're not vanilla because you're sitting naked um, and you're open for whatever reason. They had people just like stop immediately the conversation and move <laughs> on. And they're like, okay. And we're like, we don't care. Yeah. Yeah, we don't care. We'll talk to you. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they were all great, great people. Um, we did have a little issue that happened at the airport. Mm, you're messing with me a little bit. I'm not sure what you're talking about, The baby. morning we left. At the airport, the morning we left. Kind of ruined our whole week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that issue. I that was going to get into that. Yeah. Carmen, uh, for whatever reason, Mother Nature showed up a week fucking early <laughs> at the airport as we're getting to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, your vagina hates me. <laughs> it didn't stop you from having fun all week. Well, no. <laughs> but... Seems like every vacation we take, even though you try and time it, and you did this time again, you I were did? like, oh my God, it's not going to hit till next week. We'll be fine. A week early. <laughs> she showed up on the day we arrive. <laughs> and we're only there for five nights. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't that bad. I. You still got blowjobs every I day. I got a lot of blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was something else. Yeah. <laughs> I had to laugh about that. Yeah, so uh, we actually, I, I keep going back to these people that showed us the phone party. The phone party ends on day one, and they're like, let's go to the, everybody goes to the jacuzzi. Let's go to the jacuzzi now. And we're like, where's the jacuzzi? And so Ooh, they're yeah, like, we didn't know where it come was with us. Point. Come with us. So great people. They... They let us upstairs. I am completely drawing a blank on this, and because I drank fucking you, <laughs> a shit ton. Um, Which so, couple was that? Um, this is going to sound really horrible of me. DPV. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about her. She was a lot of fun. <laughs> she was a lot of fun, but yes. they were the very first people that we yeah. I went up to and asked, and they kind of took us. And she was at the bar. Remember, I, I when I went up to get your yes, I, yeah, okay, okay. Now I remember. Yes, because you're they like were fantastic. You, you gotta you gotta talk to her because they had just gotten there the night before, and their very first night. She had a wonderful experience that Carmen is interested in. <laughs> <laughs> She did uh, double penetration vaginally. Yes. And um, it, so they uh, they took us upstairs to the jacuzzi. You realize that now I just said that and you said that we're going to get just floods of emails <laughs> of volunteers. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, let's go. <laughs> yes, they were fantastic. I, I forgot all about that. And so we went up to the jacuzzi that first night. Yep. It 
it got a little drunk outside. So Carmen's first experience, uh, you're, you're naked for the first time on the beach within minutes. <laughs> yep. First night, we go up to the jacuzzi. We meet another couple up there. They're very outgoing. Very. <laughs> to say the least. Um, she like I she came out of nowhere and all of a sudden and it was fine but all of a sudden we're making out <laughs> like where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> they were a lot of fun. They were so fun. Turns out they were our neighbors. <laughs> yes. So well, you got to tell the story in its entirety because uh, that very first night in the jacuzzi, we don't know who these people are, but making out Carmen turned into. What? Yeah, you kind of <laughs> went down on her. <laughs> and then the next day we find out they're in the room two doors down from us. No, we found out that night. We, oh, did we? Yeah, because they walked past. Our, we had both of our doors open and we were getting ready to go to dinner. And they were walking past our so room. So when she says she ripped the Band-Aid off. Yeah, she ripped the fucking Band-Aid off. <laughs> It did not take long. <laughs> no. But then all week, she's like, I'm stalking you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and you know what? She, they were fantastic. She was, uh, she flirted with me nonstop, which I love, you know, of course, because, yeah. you know, builds my ego and all that shit. So, <laughs> Oh, you loved it. But they were fun. They they like to party and drink and, ooh, boy, do they like to drink. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think my liver can take no. that much. <laughs> so that was our first day there. <laughs> Yeah. And then after that, it kind of calmed down a little bit. A little bit. And then the third day we were there, we actually, um, the second day, a guy asked us if we wanted to go out on kind of like a boobs cruise. Well, and I, I want to back up just a second because the first day, jacuzzi, fun party, we were done. We never made it to the nightclub that night. We did not go upstairs at all. We were just done. We've been traveling since... 2.30, we got up at 2.30 in the morning, and everybody we kind of talked to, that's the way it goes down there. On your first day in, because you've been on the road all day, you get there, they start pouring drinks down your throat immediately <laughs> when you walk in the lobby. So by 8, 9 o'clock, you're done. Yeah, we were done. Yep. And that's that seems to be the mainstay of everybody that goes there for the first time. So just be aware. <laughs> Yeah, even that first day, we didn't even know where the true dinner buffet was. So our dinner was like at the snack buffet. Yeah, yeah we didn't even go to the real buffet. Because we didn't know where it was. <laughs> oh, shoot. So yeah, second day, we didn't do a whole lot. We kind of hung out at the beach. But we met our other neighbors. Yes. Which were awesome people. Uh, we didn't know they were our neighbors. We go down to Fernando in the morning, like we always do, and reserved our beach bed. And we asked for a specific one because we liked being next to that bar. And he says, oh, well, the bed next to you is reserved by the people in this room, which happened to be the room right next to ours. <laughs> so, okay. These guys are our neighbors here, and now they're our neighbors on the beach. Yeah, so we ended up talking with them all day, and they... They taught me how to paddleboard because I had talked to them. And they, they tried to teach me how to paddleboard, <laughs> and I fell on my ass several times. <laughs> but it was it was a wonderful experience. They were so nice, and I, I was sad that they were leaving. Um, actually, that was the day before they left. Yeah, they, they took off early. And that's what's weird about being down there, especially in the lifestyle. We were talking about this a little earlier. It's You don't have time 
to really meet and get to know people. Uh, you're only there for usually a week. Um, there was some couples we talked to that spend like a month there. God bless them. I wish I right. could. <laughs> but, uh, you, I mean, you're it's so boom, boom, boom. You're meeting 20 people a day and you just don't have time to, to, to get to know people because you're not there that long. Right. So it's right. a weird experience. But they were they were wonderful and and they actually came we were sitting outside before we went to dinner and we hadn't even showered yet and they were getting ready to go to dinner and they just they came out and they sat and we were all sitting on the on the patio together and just talking and they're like you know he was saying something about he wanted to talk about different things on the show and here's a great idea, and hopefully we get them on. They call us, and yeah, we, we give them all the information and stuff. So hopefully they do uh, yeah. connect with us because honestly, of all, I mean, we met so many couples when we were down there. They're probably the ones we connected the most with, just on a personal level, because we got to spend some time with them because they were our neighbors and we got to chat with them and yeah, you know, and we kept running into them every place. And I'm like, really, great. we're not being creepy. Yeah, I'm trying. We're not stalking you. We're not. It, I'm not. I'm not being creepy, but we just keep kind of being at the same place. Right. Yeah. Oh, they were awesome. And yeah, the paddleboarding. It's going to take some practice. Oh, but then we did go out on. That was where. Um, Part of our money was spent was we did take the the cruise that they took us out to the reef, actually a very large yacht type boat. So they come and pick you up on the beach in a little dinghy, a dinghy, but it's, it seats like 20 people. It's not little, um, but it's got a little outboard motor on it and it's it's not huge by any means. They pick you up and then they shuttle you out to this giant catamaran, which I don't know if Desire actually owns the boat. I don't think so. Um, but there were only people on there from Desire Riviera Maya and Desire Pearl. That were the, Those were the only couples on this boat. And only 10 couples. Only 10 couples. Um, had a full uh, like living room down below. It had two bathrooms, a guys and a girls. Uh, beautiful, beautiful sailboat. It was just unbelievable. So we get out on the boat, and we're with, like you said, 10 other couples. And we cruise out to, well, we cruised up and down the beach for a little bit, and then they take you out to the reef. Um, when you get out to the reef again, you get back into the dinghy because the catamaran can't get close enough to it and they take you out there and we snorkeled the reef in Cancun naked. It was awesome. Unbelievable. The stuff you could see down below the water. It was really neat. I know that was your kind of favorite part. I loved it. So at first we were, you and I were kind of just floating separately and, Everybody has their flippers on, and we're kind of trying to figure out what the hell we're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird feeling. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, you're, you're like swimming along, and all of a sudden you'd run into somebody's flipper, and you're like, because you're looking down, you're not paying attention. Had you ever worn flippers before? I've worn flippers, but I I've haven't. never I've never snorkeled. <laughs> okay. So I didn't. Re- we didn't know what we were doing, and the waves out there are different, and you're looking down, so you're not looking kind of where you're swimming. So maybe you'd see all of a sudden in your line of sight, you'd see somebody's flipper and you're like, hold up. And so I didn't quite know where you were. <laughs> and then we we yeah. actually started holding hands. I was going to say, I lost you for a while there. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of like pop back up and go, oh, okay, he's over here. And so we started holding hands and then we were swimming together. And that and, was awesome. And, and you'd see by the 
the reef, you'd see like all the bright colored fish. They were like bright blue ones and all these tiger striped brightly yellow and oranges and like we'd see a, a big one coming out and we'd tap each other's hand right and point, point. <laughs> yeah and point them out to each other and it was really cool and then the one of the coolest things is we saw a sea turtle yeah and apparently they're not supposed to be there at that point no in time. they migrate but we were so excited we're like oh my gosh this is it was it was so cool and they're very before we got off of, because they took us in a, the other dinghy, like you said, they took us into from the, the catamaran to the actual reef. Right. They reiterated to us before we got in the water, don't touch the coral. Yes. They protect it so much. And it was just amazing to see all this, the life and everything that's under there and 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 we did have the guide. We actually had two guides, um, right, yeah. one in the front and one in the back, that were kind of. We could hear them above the water because you know you're you're not really underwater. Underwater, we could still kind of hear them, and they were directing us to kind of keep everybody together. Yeah, because like you mentioned, you're when you're out there, you're looking down and you're just kind of paddling along. It's very easy to get away from the group because you're not watching the group. You're looking at everything you're you're seeing under the water, which is amazing. But if you drift off in another direction, you're all of a sudden you're you look over and oh, everybody's over there twenty feet. <laughs> right, which you know is fine because then you didn't get a flipper in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was that was probably one of the highlights. Um, you were a little bit unsure on if you wanted to do it, mainly because I it was probably like your tight ass you know <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> yeah but for the two of us for a four-hour tour it was 230 bucks and not just a tour all right you're on a beautiful catamaran exactly. you are getting plowed with drinks again right <laughs> they're serving you anything you want they had food we did not partake because i don't know we just we were up front wanted to drink and be naked yeah we were up front rather than sitting in the back by the motor yeah um but we you were a little bit hesitant and i i'm like you're like we can we can get the snorkels here for free and i'm like but we're not out there well that's just the thing i had been snorkeling before but it's usually like in a pool or here at our little crappy lake you know those kind of beaches where you don't see anything because the water's murky and then you're always swallowing water. It's, it was a pain in the ass. But I'd never done it with flippers on. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a whole different experience. It was really neat. Yeah. So I just kind of looked at you and you're like, okay. <laughs> and that was really very cool. Um, probably one of my favorite things that we did while we were there. Yeah, it was really neat. It was very, very cool. Not to mention you're on this beautiful boat out in the ocean with 10 other people just <laughs> naked and having fun and <laughs> yes there were shenanigans on the boat and there <laughs> you know you just everybody we had life jackets on we did have to have life jackets on of course for liability purposes oh, yeah. so basically when you would pop your head out of the water you just saw all these asses floating <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> um again on the boat though Every gamut you can imagine. We met uh, the first, very first couple we started talking to. Sweet couple. They were wonderful. They, I don't think they're in the lifestyle at all. No. Um, they just like to be naked. They just like to be naked. Um, 
they were wonderful. We talked to a lot of different people on the boat. And then, like I said, yes, uh, later on our trip back, there were several shenanigans that took place down on the nets mm-hmm. <laughs> of the catamaran, which was fine. Everybody had fun, and it was a good time. That was where we met Iowa for the first time, matter of yeah. fact. <laughs> yep, that's where we met <laughs> so, Iowa. Um, yeah, it was really a really a neat experience. So then the, the catamaran goes back from where we were at the reef past RM all the way up to Pearl. So we kind of got to see Pearl from a distance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were the, the last ones on. So um, last ones on, last ones off. Right. So they took us back to um, to Riviera Maya and they we got on the dinghy and we went back to the hotel. So yep. it was overall, that was a great experience. Um, I would highly recommend doing something like that. Yeah, we were really skeptical going down about doing any excursions because we did them uh, last time we were in Mexico, and that was, you know, 15 years ago. Uh, It was a different place then, and even at that time, it was a little sketchy when we went off resort. Um, But to me, this wasn't really off resort. No, it wasn't, and that's what I was, yeah, that's what I was going to say is they picked us up at the resort. It was all desire people, uh, whether it was Pearl or, or Riviera Maya, and we never, I mean, we we left from the resort beach. We came back to the resort beach. We weren't taking taxis anywhere. We weren't taking dune buggies anywhere. It was... It, we weren't going, like, inland. Right. You know, we could kind of still see the resorts. It was... It was and, just, the, yeah. and the guy that sold it to us, he'd been there all week. We'd seen him around. We knew he was a Desire employee. He's... And we continued to see him throughout the week. He was oh, always yeah. very nice and kept asking how we were. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um. So highly recommend that. Um, that was really the only two things that we took part in was the the paddleboarding and and going out on on that tour. But that was enough for us. We just thoroughly enjoyed hanging out, chilling out. Some of the other uh, neat wildlife we got to see were the birds. Uh, pelicans. Oh, uh, the pelicans fishing in the morning was fantastic. Oh, even even not in the morning. We'd be standing in the water and probably five, ten feet from us, they would just dive and go underwater. Like Come up chewing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I had my little fishy friend. Yes, there was a uh, fish that <laughs> swam up and we and, were standing there talking to New York. <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> this little fishy, it it wasn't little. I mean, it was a good sized fish. It's probably but, six, eight inches, I would yeah, guess. He really liked me because he kept coming up and nibbling on my butt and then swimming around <laughs> me and coming back to me. Yeah, he kept coming back for some reason. He like, he, and there was four of us standing there, but he kept coming to me <laughs> and then he'd swim around and he'd like nibble on my butt and then he'd like do a circle around me. He just really liked me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe your suntan. Lo- well, I had the same suntan. Lo- yeah. You know? I don't know what it was. He really liked me. And I'm like, oh, where's my buddy? I missed my buddy all week. Probably shares a gene code with me. I like your butt too. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, before we left, we were actually leaving because every morning you tried to walk out and see if you could see any of the black caiman. So on one side of Desire where everybody stays, you know, it's a tropical paradise and there's the beach, but then there's the front of it. And on the other side of the road, literally... 20 feet away is the swamp. So, yes, I would take Carmen out there every morning. I'm like, oh, where are the alligators? Where are they at? Where are they at? And we never saw one. <laughs> right. So our driver um, on the way out, he 
we said, oh, maybe we'll see a, a black Cayman. He goes, oh, you want to see one? And I'm like, that's actually. <laughs> like, Hello. Yeah, that's. He would be. We would both be sad if we didn't see one before we left. And so he stopped before we got out the gate and he pointed out there was an itty bitty one, maybe four inches, four inches it long. Tiny. Um, and he was only a couple months old. And then there was a bigger one <laughs> just off to the side. Yeah. And that one was maybe a couple feet long. But he said there's actually a couple very large ones that are over six feet long. Um, that we did not see. And they do have signs everywhere uh, saying alligators in this area, be careful. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's very well marked and everything. I just wanted to see one. So that's why I kept walking out there. Most, right. pe- most people don't go out that way. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we did get to see one of those. Um, so, yeah, that was that was pretty cool that, that we got was, to see that before we that left. That was very neat. Yeah. Thank, thanks to our uh, driver for doing that. <laughs> Uh, the last thing I want to talk about, I think, uh, I mean, we could go on for hours with this thing, but the other thing that was really kind of cool to me anyway, we were in the jacuzzi on our last night there. Um, we had been up there a lot and it got dark and we were hanging out and a thunderstorm rolled in and it was a thunderstorm, uh, just kind of like we get here in the Midwest. We were up there, and everybody kind of got out of the jacuzzi at one point because lightning started. Yeah. And we were underneath the rooftop bar, and and the rain was pouring down, and we got to talk to a ton of different people because you're all crammed in this little area. You don't have anything other other to do than talk and drink, and then the power went out. A few times. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Power (laughs) kept going out. I mean, it's scary, but cool. Yeah. And then (laughs) at one point, we were kind of standing towards the the edge of the of the overhang of the roof and a big lightning hit oh my god and then we looked down and we're like oh shit we're standing in a puddle of water yeah let's move to the back let's move to the back <laughs> so we moved to the back and um yeah so it was we were underneath that cover for a good couple hours yeah but uh, it was fun we it had a was good time. we were talking to some great people um th- who we refer to as Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> Missouri was up there. They were cool. And damn girl, you still look good. I'll give yeah. you your damn girl. Um, right? Yeah. So, but, you know, we were talking to them and by eight o'clock, I finally looked at you and I'm like, I need food. Yeah. You need to so feed me. we had to make a run for it. And you didn't run. No. But it well, was, it was. We had to make a drunken stumble for it. I was not drunk. I was. I was not drunk at that point, but it was because the, it's tile up there. It's wet. It's slippery. Yeah. Um. So um, it, it was kind of a good break in the, in the storm. There wasn't the lightning going on. So we made our way back downstairs, got dressed, went to dinner. Um, I learned very quickly throughout the whole thing. You kept wanting me to curl my hair and have it like all wild and crazy. And I did it a couple nights and I'm like, the, no the hell with that. <laughs> the humidity screwed that all up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'd spend time curling my hair and I'm like, what the hell did I do that for? All right. So yeah, that was, that was cool. Then we uh, went to, we went to dinner and the power kept going out through <laughs> dinner. And the only time I was a little iffy and thank God it was the crowd. It was because we were in that disco. And that place was packed, and there were tons of people in there, and the power went out, and it was pitch black. They don't have emergency lights in Mexico. 
No. None whatsoever. When the power goes out, it is pitch black. So that scared me a little bit. I'm like, oh my God, this many people at a at a show, in a disco, things could go bad really quickly, but it didn't. Um, yeah. The lights came back on and everything was fine. So. Oh, the only thing you didn't mention was my, my costume. Oh, my God. How did I miss that? I don't know. So one of the theme nights up there was Masters and Mistresses, which Carmen decided that I needed a dog collar and a leash for. <laughs> Thank you, baby. You're welcome. <laughs> but her outfit was made entirely from tape. Mm-hmm. I prearranged it. Yeah. Uh, I want to call her Angui, but it's not a- that. It's Angie. Angie. <laughs> That's because they spelled her name wrong. Well, you should... I don't know. Do we mention the group here? Because it's kind of a private thing. Yeah. But there is a... I met her through a Facebook group. Yes. There's a female's Facebook group that Carmen belongs to, so... Uh, and she travels from resort to resort. Temptation, and desire, desire. She'll do body tape and body painting. And so I prearranged it with her, and she came up and did body tape on me, Um can I post the picture? As long as my face I'll isn't in it. I'll take your face out. Yeah, oh, all right. It's going up on our Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So it was um, It was completely out of black and gold tape. It was very cool. Oh, my God. Um, awesome. I will say the next time I have anything like that done, I will not do the tape. Only because being that the theme was um, Masters and Mistresses, I did have a couple of my floggers. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the ladies wanted to be flogged, so we were up on the stage. And so, I'm sorry. I just this is my wife, ladies and gentlemen. There's an iron cross up on the stage at the party. Guess who's up on the stage flogging away? But wait a minute here. The party had dispersed. Everybody had gone up to disco. Oh, there a, was lot still a lot of people. Right, but one of the one of the girls was interested in being flogged. So, um, and there was a guy who hopefully is going to be coming on our show. Yes, he, we will get him. He was part of the entertainment, and he was doing floggers, and he had these amazing floggers that I wanted to try. So, me being me, I walked up and asked if I could feel his flogger. <laughs> And, it's a great line. Right. <laughs> Can I feel your And father? he was very accommodating. He's like, absolutely. Most people can't can't use this one. It's too heavy. I loved it. Yeah. Um, it was it was perfect for me to wield, but I'm used to using my heavy my heavy boas. You smacked me with it a few times. I, it was nice. Yeah. It had a good sting to it. Yeah. So um I will definitely be making a couple of those. But <laughs> so um you know, she w- with the body tape, I didn't have the movement that I usually use when I'm flogging somebody. Some of the tape was just black electrical tape. That moves pretty good. But the other stuff she used was like a mylar, harder kind of, I don't know how to describe it. I yeah. Guess. So whenever I would move, it would poke me. Yes, because almost every piece had a like a triangle shape to it. So it had three corners on it. So every time you would move in a certain way, you'd get poked with a corner. Right. And even the black electrical tape, because it covered me, I still couldn't move very well. Now, mm-hmm. if you were just dancing the night away and that's all you were doing was dancing, it'd be perfect. But for something like what I was doing and neat, I use a lot of my body when I'm flogging. Right. And so I wasn't able to do so. 
I will tell you this. I know it was uncomfortable, and it didn't last long after the performances and stuff. Yeah, well, you probably had it on, what, three or four hours? Yeah. Um, but you looked phenomenal. Uh, we got stopped 50 times walking through that party of people telling you how great you looked. It was something else to see, and that's why I want to post the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very cool. It was neat. It was very cool. People thought it was just a bodysuit. Um, and I'm like, no, it's tape. Um, but yeah, I think the next time just for movement factor, I will do paint. Right. Just for that. Purpose. And we know a, another lady that you know from different groups and such, but she got the, the paint two nights before. Yes. Yeah. And it looked phenomenal. She posted oh, a yeah. of it. It looked really good. Yeah. Hers was the night before. And it was the same lady, right? Yes. 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 So um, it was beautiful body paint. So I probably will do that the next time. Um, and then we were finding uh, the herpes of all craft supplies all over. <laughs> There's some. Did you see the stuff in our bedroom? Yes. <laughs> it, it even came home with us. She's talking about glitter. <laughs> she put She put gold glitter on me in certain places. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the herpes of craft supplies. <laughs> you can't get rid of it. Won't it won't go away. <laughs> So, yeah, it was all over our room. It was... We left it... The following morning, we left an extra big tip for the room service ladies <laughs> or the cleaning ladies because we knew it was a mess. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah, we're, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I tried to clean up as much as I could, but there was still glitter on the floor that you can't get it up. Lupita, you did an awesome job. She cleaned our room all week and did fantastic. <laughs> How do you know that's her name? Uh, I think you were in the shower at one point. She came in and started talking to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, Lupita. Okay. Yeah. So we we left her an extra big tip just because it was going to take a lot of sweeping. You know, I cleaned it off all the tables and stuff, but it was going to take a lot of sweeping. So for anybody out there listening, overall, our review through the roof. I, I, I think within hours of being there, we're like, we're coming back. Oh, yeah. I mean, it. It, it was a fantastic trip. The staff was fantastic. The people were fantastic. It was awesome. We would go back tomorrow. We already said, you know, if we came back home, you had bought a couple lotto tickets. <laughs> For like drawings while we were gone. Yeah, <laughs> while we were gone. And uh, we're like, okay, so lotto tickets at home, if they are winners, we're going to be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> go do Christmas with the family, then we can fly out. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I, I definitely recommend it uh, both for lifestyle and non-lifestyle people. Anybody that just wants to go, and, and you don't have to get naked. There were a lot of people that never took their clothes off. They would wear bathing suits all day. Or and, there were some that they would wear, uh, like the ladies, that, well, actually one of them that we were talking to, um, she said, I will always wear bottoms. Yes. Um, that, all, just she, a personal choice. A personal choice. And... 100%, whatever you want to do. There were some ladies that they're 25 and have rocking bodies and they never took their suits off at yep. all. It's it's all up to the individual and nobody battered an eye at anybody else. No, and yep. that I think is what I prefer over Hito. Is because it doesn't matter what you choose to wear you're not segregated. There were several couples there that we talked to um, because we want to know about all of them that had been to Hedo. There were also several that had been to Pearl. So we asked them the pros of cons of, of all the places. And I think resounding 
Uh, Hito, they say, was actually pretty nice because everything's been re- remodeled, but it is still, they allow the single guys in. Yep. Um, th- so there's the single guy factor. The segregation factor. And the segregation factor. So the prude side is the prude side. The nude side is the nude side. For Pearl, what we heard, it's pretty much the same as RM, but it ends a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, the party starts about the same time, as far as I could tell, but it ends, everybody's done by pretty much midnight. Yeah. Yeah, it's all done. Right. Um, yeah, but it's still just as beautiful. The only thing at Pearl, the pool is bigger. They said the pool is like three times the size. The pool is bigger. There's less rooms. And from what I gathered, it sounded like there was maybe a little bit older crowd at Pearl too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, whereas like we said, we saw everything from 25 to 70. This probably skews more from 40 to 70. Yeah. I would guess. Somewhere in there, but a lot of the younger people that we were talking to, they were splitting their time and they were heading to Pearl. Yeah. So it it really just, it's all walks of lives, both places, and I think both places are probably just as beautiful. Um, it's whatever experience you want. Yeah. If you're thinking about it any way, shape, or form, go for it. You'll have a blast. If you guys have any questions about it whatsoever, please email us. We would love to hear from you. It's MidwestThreesome at gmail.com. You can always find us on Facebook under Midwest Menage a Trois and on the Twitter as well, Midwest Threesome on there. And if you're one of the couples that we met and that we we grew to be friends with or chatting with, oh. gave out lots of business cards. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, let us know your names. Um, so Sorry. we don't have to, we don't have to call you by your state, well, but we would love to get, you know, to chat with you guys even more. I do want to clarify that a little bit. We do know your names. We do know names. We just don't want to give them out on the show. <laughs> but I mean, there are some that honestly, we don't know your name, but not all. <laughs> yeah. But if, if we did talk to you, we thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and you know, we'd like to, to chat with you guys more. And if you, some of you even said, we'd love to come on and be guests. By all means, get in contact with us. Yes, definitely. We'd love to hear from you. We didn't talk any bit about your other shenanigans, honey. My other shenanigans? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> For another day. For another day. <laughs> Carmen had a lot of fun. <laughs> so did I. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it was a great trip all around. Like I said, go if you get the chance. It's not that expensive, really, in the long run. And you'll just love every second. We'll be back soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>